0: It's Black Loud Proud, and this is Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser. What's up, Black people? I am back. The yak is back. (laughs) Life is crazy, but I am here. I was here. I live, I love. (laughs) So, of course, for the next 30, 45, maybe an hour and some change, your girl going to hold you down. And I got so much to tell you. So much has been happening. So much has been moving and grooving in this hit life. Keep on moving. Don't stop. <laughs> Yo, that's my. That's like one of my favorite songs. Keep on moving. Don't stop. No, keep on moving. Did you miss me? Like I miss Joe Blackass like, wow, life, life becoming at you, G, like, we supposed to be on episode, like, 300 by now, like, we have been supposed to be rolling, but guess what, Mike Tyson said it best, everybody got a plan until they get punched in their mouth, <laughs> and your girl been punched in the mouth a few times, but I still got my teeth, my beautiful smile, and life is good, man, like, it's good, so, I'm going to just jump right on into it. Hold on. Y'all going to wait. I got my drink and my two-step. My drink and my two-step. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, number one. This, this, These are four things I just want to share with y'all. Just to kick it back off and up. Alcohol alters your whole shit. Your whole motherfucking shit. It definitely alters your your decision-making skills, your decision-making abilities. Like, I swear it took 30 years for me to really come to grips with the fact that I do not make the best decisions while I am drinking. So, a couple months, like two months ago, what is this, May? So, in March, I was in New Orleans, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to my G uh 3 d 9 low key. Um one of the Ill, like the illest female rapper in the game right now. Her latest her last project The Regime. It's dope. 3 d 9 Check her out 3D N A T E E on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those handles. Listen. She's dope. She slid down on me while I was in New Orleans, y'all. And we rapped for a little minute. Matter of fact, she should be on Straight Yak pretty soon, y'all. It's my fault. It's totally not hers. <laughs> Man, G, I swear I'm not curving you, 3D9T. night ti swear on God, for real. <laughs> like, on my mama, I'm not curving you. It's just life. This is life. Anyway, she's going to be coming to a Straight Yak episode real soon and that's going to be dope because I mean her life is just a testament check out the regime she came down slid on me I bought a few copies of the regime we kicked it we rapped while I was in New Orleans but young while I was there not only what <laughs> hey baby let the good times roll <laughs> food was amazing oh god I swear I, I, I must have Gained like 20 pounds while I was there. I ate everything that was not moving in New Orleans. And I also drank everything that was not moving in New Orleans. And it was there when I realized, listen. My father might stumble upon this podcast. or Maybe even my mother. So I'm not finna tell y'all the exact thing that came to me like. (laughs) I had an epiphany when I was in New Orleans. That and what it showed me was you don't make the best decisions while drinking. You just don't. You just you just don't. You don't. I don't care how much of a beast you think you are, how much I mean, I'm straight yak. Like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like if you know me in real life, you you seen me throwing back. But I realized that I'm just slurred. I'm a little slowed. I'm a little off. Like, never quite, never quite right when I'm drinking. And I'm a grown-ass woman now and I can admit that alcohol alters your whole state and you cannot make the best decisions while drinking. You just cannot. If you are under, like, you know what I'm saying? You go to dinner, you have a little six-ounce glass of wine. I think that's how they weigh out, pour out wine. I don't know, because I ain't no big wine drinker. My sister Ashley, she know. But whatever the single serving of wine is in a restaurant, or one little drink, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? But once you've had enough, in your blood alcohol level is on, <laughs> motherfucker, you should not be driving and operating a motor vehicle, you can't make a real decision. Hence why... People who are drinking cannot consent to sex for real. I mean, listen, anyway, be careful, be mindful. Brothers, beware, okay? Sisters, beware as well. Definitely beware because we're preyed upon oftentimes when we're drinking. All the music, all the music talks about getting us drunk. We got drinks to drink. We drunk, mm, got drunk. How many drinks? Whatever that little midget is talking about. Don't worry about how many drinks. Ain't no drinks because I already decided I wasn't. Anyway, that's for another day. <laughs> another dollar. Um, Another thing that I've learned. Number two. I told you I'm, I'm sure four things. Number two. Do not drink and drive. you think you can, but you really can't. All those times, you've turned up, had an amazing time, don't even remember how you got home, the ride home, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, but you made it all of those times were luck, and if you believe in Jesus, it was God. it was Jesus who took the wheel. But either way, that was silly. That was ridiculous. It was irresponsible. We are adults. We are adults. And even if you ain't an adult, you think you an adult. You think you grown. And so if you think you grown, you living grown, you being grown, make a grown ass decision. And do not drink and drive. Oh my God, I'm talking to myself too. Like I've literally removed myself from situations where I am out drinking in abundance and my blood alcohol level is way above, you know what I'm saying? What's acceptable and drinking. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. You really think you can until that one day that you cannot. And you're not only putting your life at risk and the people in the car with you at risk, But you're risking other people on the road like, oh, my God, imagine And this. And I'm sure if you're listening, may the Lord, Father, God, Jehovah, Allah, all things greater be with you. If you've lost somebody. In a car accident because a drunk driver hit them. Moment of silence. For real, black people. Jesus take the wheel and all that cute things and shit we cry out and we think that we're a superwoman and a uh, superman and all of that shit. We're not. You cannot drink and drive. 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 I cannot reiterate it enough. Because all it takes is that one time, that one misjudgment, That one thing you didn't see because you're under the influence to not only end your life or someone in the car with you life, you can end someone else innocent on the road's life. We I mean, there's too many options out here for you to like, I mean, you can Uber, you can lift. You can what is what is the black owned joint moving? You can, um, other little cities got other little shit that's similar to you know Uber and Lyft ride sharing, whatever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Matter of fact, if you've never taken a Lyft and you've considered it, you can use my promo code for a free ride. Uh, my promo code is simple. Uh, actually, you can put in a few motherfucking things. The the go-to one is P Black. It's that simple. The other one is Black Loud Proud. That's even simpler. You can enter either one of those codes into Lyft if you haven't already taken a Lyft. Uh sign up, use the code, get a free ride. And if you're thinking about maybe driving for Lyft, uh yeah, do that too. P Black or Black Loud Proud. Use the code GET a RIDE, especially if you're under influence. I'm telling y'all, it's not worth it. It took me 30 years. I've been drinking for nine years legally. (laughs) Nine years I've been legally drinking alcohol. And it took me nine to realize, yo, I am not making the best decisions while under the influence of alcohol, especially copious amounts of alcohol. And y'all know we live in the age of turnip. So, you're not just having one or two little light ass drinks. we're going all the way in. We straight on that yak. Listen, make better decisions, people. I'm telling you because I would hate for you to be on either end of that you shouldn't have got behind a motherfucking wheel while you was drinking stick. Jesus. For real, y'all. I'm serious. You're listening to this and you're thinking, No, seriously. Seriously. Stop drinking and driving. Stop it. Cut it out. Call somebody. Call Tyrone. Call him and tell him, Come on, help you get your shit <laughs> Listen, you need you need to call Tyrone, Keema, Keisha, or Pam to come get you, fam. Seriously. I'm so serious. Stop drinking and driving right now. Because God forbid you're on the wrong end of that driving drunk stick. And both ends is wrong, by the way. Get off the road, man. For real, seriously. Call somebody. Wait sleep it out take a nap sober up for real sober up not like oh i am kind of good sober up no seriously take preventative measures take precautions do not drink and drive do not allow people that have been drinking to drive you know better i'm talking to myself i'm talking to you you, 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 me, you, your mama, and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on both sober. That's the only way you should be. The third thing that I've learned in this hit life, in the last like few months, like all of this I've recently discovered and have been like hell bent on. Number three, free your mind. The rest will follow. Free your mind. The rest will follow free your mind the rest will follow free your mind what what is what is uh, what did marcus garvey say that a lot of folks say bob marley said it was the quote i put in my yearbook my senior year of high school what was that 2005 um emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our mind. Free your mind. The rest will follow. I'm telling y'all, yo, I totally freed myself. So I quit my job. (laughs) I've told like a handful of people, but I'm telling y'all right now, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Let it show. Come back. oh I almost went bad boy but I'm coming out I resigned from my full-time job y'all because of the microaggressions the micromanagement the just hostile mentally captivating work like I mean plantation Atmosphere that was created there that I was going to every day, and I was doing it because why i I need a check, I need the security, I need to feel like my bills are gonna be paid, I'm gonna have you know money to do a little something on the side y'all know I like to travel y'all know passport required vacations dot com be having me all over the world. <laughs> Pimping all over the world. The world. Anyway, y'all know I like to travel and do nice things. Y'all know I like fancy brunches. Y'all know I like donating my money to good causes, to the Heru Academy in uh, Dallas, Texas every month. Y'all know I like to give money to the cause. I'm down for all of that. And those who are down and out, Stay giving out money, Jesus. And so in order to do all of those things, I was like, I have to keep this job. I have to keep this job. I got to keep, I got to stay in this job. I was so afraid to step out of that space and like find work, create work outside of that space. So afraid. But I mean, with the encouragement of my sisters, man, my sister circle, it's so amazing. Nine phenomenal women, man. Like, I'm 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 adding an extra one because I mean <laughs> but my but my my immediate circle, eight phenomenal women, man. Like they they hold me up, they challenge me, they empower me to say, fuck this. I quit. I was texting my sister, man, like. The day before, I finally put in my resignation. And she was like, "Young, just you know what you need to do. Just put in your, res- your resignation. And I was being hesitant on that day. And I was like, nah, I'm going to see if I could just do X, Y, Z, woo, woo. And she was just like, listen, you say you want to do this. You say you want to do that. Da, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, here are the excuses. But at the end of the day, you know you need to resign. And it's like, when I tried to go for another option, right after I did it, I was like, I knew she was right the whole fucking time. The next day, I went to my I went to my supervisor's office to be like, young, I resign. I got too much going on in my life. Like, I can't. Like, I got to handle my own personal health things, are issues and stuff that are affecting me in my life. I need to be able to do it, and I can't do it working here in this environment on this plantation under these restrictions under this. Oh, my God, y'all. Oh, so I just had to resign. And when I went down to the office, I was like, damn, I should have did this yesterday and skipped the hoopla. Like, I really just should have. My sister was right, man. Surround yourself with people who challenge you to be a better you, to step outside, to out on fear, man. Like, listen, one of my really distant but great friends, put up a facebook status yesterday and she said you scared but look at everything you've manifested thus far you scared look at everything you've manifested thus far you scared look at everything you've manifested thus far and she's right man man joe she's right like for real I have been able to manifest everything that I've needed in this here world because you literally reap what you sow. And I've sown my way into a space where I don't have to work in that environment, y'all. I quit. I want to thank all of the women in my life that have demonstrated the courage, the strength to step out, to step on, to move on. Even in the face of uncertainty, like, fuck this. I gotta do my own shit. I gotta get out of my own way. Man, y'all know I was working the Tony Braston schedule, fam. Seven whole days. Whew. And not a break or two only time I was on a break was when I was on a passport required vacation fam like every day is a people be like oh the weekend what weekend ain't no end to my week it's a everyday grind I don't even know what day it is every day is a working day shit y'all I'm free I freed myself and that leads me into the number four thing that I want to talk to you about number four The gig economy is booming. And there's so, I mean, just Google gig economy and look under the news section and look at all of the articles that have like just keep rolling. Listen, right after I quit my job, after I put in my resignation, I had just got me a brand new ride. Brand new, brand new brand new, brand new. Y'all heard that song with, um, what was that, Consequence? Or was it Rhyme Fest and Kanye? That shit was hot. Anyway, me. I decided I was going to join it. I did a test run with Lyft. Had been driving for like a month. Realized that I can make more than what I make on my full-time job. On my own time, on my own schedule, on my own rules. On my own. <laughs> So, I got a new car, y'all. A nice little humble ass Accord, because I wasn't finna get nothing with no high ass maintenance, no high ass premium gas needed. None of that extra trickery, tricked out shit with all them extra features that cost hella money to fucking repair. Just something basic. Got my ride. A week later, boom! I was rear ended. I'm up in here on. Percocet, Yak and Percocet, Hey, Percocet, Yak and Percocet, but I'm, I'm still good. I'm still, I'm still here. (laughs) I feel like Antoine Fisher right now. I'm still standing. I'm still here. (laughs) I was here. I lived. I loved. (laughs) Clearly, I'm more of an Anton Fisher and not a fucking Beyonce, but that's neither here north there gig economy i decided that i was going to join it. if you're not familiar with what a gig economy is a gig the a gig economy the gig economy gig economy is a labor market characterized by the prevalence of short-term contracts or freelance work as opposed to permanent jobs so the gig economy is big wide and vast right like Lyft and Uber, those are like the go-to things. Again, if you're thinking about stepping out, out on a limb. I don't even think I got that in the right key. <laughs> it was the right tune, but y'all know that uh, Tina Marie joint, out on the limb. Anyway, gig economy, Uber and Lyft. If you're thinking about driving Lyft, because honestly, I think Lyft is better. Again, use my promo code P Black or Black Loud Proud. Not Black Loud and Proud, but Black Loud Proud or P Black. Put those in. Go ahead and get them extra bucks for joining, signing up, and um, I bless you. You bless me. Anyway, gig economy, big, wide, and vast. Not only is ride sharing one of the main gig economy things, yo, people are making bank. And really, I think it's white folks. But then also African folks, because I was reading some shit the other day where they were talking about some women in Kenya who are able to like pay household bills and educate some people in their family off of Airbnbs because people are coming into the country, probably white folks and uh, renting Airbnbs and they making bank so they can, you know, maintain two or three properties, bring in all this guap, take care of the family, educate the, the people. I mean, Even in D.C., like a month ago, I was reading some shit where these white folks mad as fuck because they paying like $2,500 rent, right? But people are taking these apartments and condos and shit and making like, at minimum, like $5,500 a month off these motherfuckers in D.C. because of the nightly rates. Airbnb, if you have a property, if you have a home with multiple rooms considering, consider house sharing them, because people are making guap off this Airbnb shit, um, there is like a noir b or, um, inclusive BNB or whatever, it's like two different ones that pl- black people got going, you know, we always split on some shit, pray for us, Jesus, anyway, house sharing is a big, big thing, matter of fact, I might need to pay sally may some money so i can get me a motherfucking house and start renting some goddamn rooms consider that especially if you live in a major metropolitan area where people are constantly coming in town for business or pleasure like new orleans man what i i the next time I go, I'm actually considering doing an Airbnb or somewhere like D.C. If you live in the area, Mo, you definitely should consider that shit, especially if you live somewhere near a metro and you got a nice little place. You know, you can't be ridden on a hole in the wall, folks. Don't do that now. Anybody paying to stay in a hole in the wall, but definitely invest in renovating the little space, jazzing it up. Putting a nice little bath mat in that motherfucking and renting it out. People are making bank on Airbnb. So what is that? That's two things already: ride sharing, house sharing. But also, there's like if you're into web design, graphic design, and like different things like that. Is the website Fiverr or is it Fiverr? What I think is Fiver, Fiverr. F i v e r r I believe it is. dot com. If it's not that, it's some variation. Google it, figure it out. You know what I mean? Fiverr. So I've used it for multiple like jobs and things that I've needed done and have gotten amazing work from people like in quote unquote, third world countries where they do crazy shit for me for $5 and I feel bad. So I tip them at least $5, but it's like hella bank where they at probably, but you can get on there and do graphic design, offer graphic design services, website Audio, editing, all types of shit that people offer on Fiverr that you can request. Business cards, just a bunch of a plethora of things. If you haven't checked it out, um, if you don't have a service to offer, you definitely can solicit a service up there and get it done for the load and pretty fast. Like You can request to have it in 24 hours or less, whatever it is. Definitely check that out. And then there's like places like Thumbtack. I found my personal trainer. Once I get once I dive deeper into this gig economy shit and start getting my money back up, because um, this little accident shit. I told you, got a new car, and got into an accident. They rear ended me. I haven't had my car in a week. I ain't been making no money in a week. <laughs> that new car payment coming up sooner than a month. <laughs> but I ain't worried. I'm going to get, I'm going to bounce back, bounce right back on my feet like a cat. You know what I'm saying? And I'm um, going to get this money. But I'm going I'm to a, I'm a reach back out to my personal trainer. I found my personal trainer on a website called Thumbtack. Thumbtack, you can put up anything. I've looked, I've looked for people to teach me how to swim a personal trainer um so many different services you can solicit help from off of thumbtack there's multiple websites like thumbtack that are out there where you can find somebody to hang your flat screen tv boo something for you i mean it's like they're kind of like better versions of like craigslist because back in the day i depended heavily on craigslist like oh if i need something moved like I needed to move all of my shit out of apartment from a shitty situation that I was in a few years ago. And I went on Craigslist. I made a very specific post. Somebody responded. They came, helped me move all of my shit from this place to this place for a certain fee. You can do those things on websites that are more efficient, um, that are a little bit safer. You know what I mean? Um, verified. And there's just so much out here in this gig economy. So many services, consultations that you can do. Like, um, I'm shitty at translating the shit that that my brand consultant um tells me. So I'm not gonna plug her right now because it's not her fault. And I'm not better. It's my fault. <laughs> I'm gonna do better and then I'm gonna tell you who she is. But she's doing amazing work out here in this in this gig economy. Like Her short-term contracts and freelance work, I mean, she's stellar. She's amazing. She's moving and she's grooving. It's out here. It could be done. But with this gig economy thing, one of the things that I just want to point out, (laughs) and me and my man, Stephen Redhead, if you haven't checked out um, redheadpg.com, you definitely should. If you listen to earlier episodes, he did the intro song, Um, Hennessy Saint Laurent it was on his album that just dropped a few months back called Executive whoo yak (laughs) called exactly (laughs) for which I um, did some executive producing on that album Um, we definitely poured real work into that joint Steven Redhead definitely poured real work into that joint if you're looking for good rap music good hip hop Good, you know, content, nice vibe, chills, whatever, redheadpg.com. Check my man out. Anyway, me and Redhead have talked extensively about investing in your motherfucking self. In this gig economy, you got to invest in yourself. Shit is just not going to fall into your lap. If you're a Lyft driver, you got to invest in smell good shit for your car so that you can get tips and dips. In <laughs> five stars, you gotta invest in car washes. You gotta invest in, you know what I'm saying? You gotta spruce it up. You can't just drive a dirty car or drive a stinking car or just have a bare car. You gotta invest in the oscord invest in core so people can charge their phones. You know, little shit that we like that we've gotten accustomed to while we taking Lyft and Uber rides. Let's be honest, we don't like a dirty car. So you gotta invest there if you want to be a rapper. You gotta invest. You can't just be asking people to hand you shit. (laughs) It don't work that way. I'm doing a podcast and granted, I I love this because I love combining my background as a space age historian, as a librarian, as a um, audio production major from the John A. Johnson School of Communication at the illustrious Howard University. Like in order to merge all of these things and make it, you know, palatable, palatable, presentable, and you know, possibly positioning me in a place where I can make a few dollars because it costs me to do all of this shit. It costs me to put this shit on SoundCloud. It costs me to put, you know what I mean? It costs me to do a website. It costs me to do a logo. All of this shit costs. So I'm putting out money. How can I get that back? I have to invest in order to get something out of it. Like whatever it is you're trying to do It doesn't matter I want you to think about that When you're thinking about this gig economy And the endless possibilities Of jumping into it And freeing yourself from a typical 9 to 5 And that's what they're saying A lot of millennials are doing And granted I do not Embrace the title of being A fucking millennial Because I don't think I am one at all I'm an I'm a old school player. getting down on you new school fools. <laughs> Cats keep it jumping like kangaroos. Screwing on the Bobby. We ain't trying to lose. Said so I be goddamn it. They done changed the rules. <laughs> and they have changed the rules. That's why we enter this gig economy place. And so many people are stepping outside of themselves. So many women. You know what I'm saying? You see all this shit. Black women doing this, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> gig economy. Short term contracts. Freelance work. Starting their own businesses, being entrepreneurs, not working for other people. And granted, it's not meant for everybody to step out and do their own, own thing. Which is why there's ride sharing, house sharing, um, websites so you can, you know, put out your services and, you know, work through them. Everybody don't want to build their own individual platform and everybody isn't supposed to. Because if everybody's working for their motherfucking self, then, I mean... What happens to the people that don't know how to not work? (laughs) Anyway, gig economy is popping. It's on. It's booming. And there's so many questions out there in the literature about um, what's the next steps. Um, Pensions. Like, how do people who are out here doing gig economy, how do you prepare? And you know what, y'all, because I'm here for you. Because I love you. And don't you forget it. Whenever you need me, you want me, put it on you. Check me out next week. Um, one of these weeks, I'm gonna help you build and plan for your future. You don't necessarily have to have a nine to five, a good job in order to have a retirement fund. Um, I'm a butch. I'm a hip y'all to some real player shit. I just started investing, not through my job, um, but on my own, $100 a month. And in 30 years, I'm going to have oh, somewhere around $300,000. And that's the low end. That's the low end estimate of what I'll have in 30 years. Three hundred, Almost half a million dollars I'll have in 30 years. And that's just passively working on my behalf, I can show you how to do the same. I'm going to help you to do the same. It's just not in this particular episode, but keep listening because <laughs> we need this information in this gig economy. And there's so many questions like, what about healthcare? What about this? What about that? And then when they just passed this new healthcare shit, when they basically throughout threw the whole Obamacare shit, now this changes this the space. Or gig economy because honestly, like yo, they say about fifty three million people are out here in this gig economy in the United States. That's up like twenty seven percent from twenty years ago. Maybe even less than that. Like it's booming. The gig economy industry is booming. Everybody clicking and word and worrying and were and wondering how they fall into. This new age space. Like, is it like, do I fall into the tech industry? Do I, I mean, because the cost of living is rising. The minimum wage is not going up. A lot of these jobs, especially if you live in like D.C., New York, uh, San Francisco. Oh my God. The cost of living out there, crazy. I had white people tell me (laughs) in the lift. A few weeks ago, like, yeah, my girlfriend, she was living in Oakland because she simply white people because she simply could not afford to live in San Francisco because the cost of living is so high. So in this gig economy, how do we fit into these different spaces? How do we produce? How do we create? How do we maintain, manage and even add more than one or two um streams of income you know what I'm saying because it's like I was working full-time I was working part-time and I was doing a side gig right (laughs) but now I'm working part-time and I'm doing a side gig and my part-time allows me to get you know the good dental eye vision health insurance whatever woo woo so I don't have to worry about it but if I was just depending on this gig and possibly starting my own you know shit then I would run into the the issues of healthcare this that and the third yo the wealth of information is out here and you gotta get it it's called www.google.com right and there's a lot of podcasts um side hustle podcast um if you're on iTunes or Google Play look up like side hustle Like Google, like search that in the podcast app, in, you know, Google play or whatever and see what comes up because man, I mean, there's a wealth of information out here to get you started and on your own, on my own, why did it end this way? At least that's what my employer wondering. Why did it end this way? Because I ain't got time for that. (laughs) That's exactly why I ended that way. Gig economy. I want you guys to start thinking about ways in which you can utilize your random skills, your random, you know what I mean? Like not even random, like things that you work hard on, um, learning and honing in on talents and skills. Like Check out all of these different avenues that you can utilize these things and monetize these things because it is possible. We don't have to work in non conducive environments anymore. We don't have to like just depend on that one little ass check. Like, of course, teachers. Oh my God. Oh, a week will not do to appreciate all of the work that teachers do. Dear God, thank you for teachers. Thank you for being a friend. Do, do, do. Travel. We know teachers don't make the money that they should make for the hours that they put in, for the stress that they endure, for all of the planning and the love and the caring and everything that they just pour into being a teacher. Shit, teachers need side gigs too. <laughs> so if you're a teacher, you know, what things can you do on the side to make more money, to pay your bills, to put you at a more comfortable level of living so that you can travel, so that you can, you know, splurge and do the things that you deserve on your downtime. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just really, I mean, I want y'all to Google I mean, Google your way through this stuff. Just look at the news article about the gig economy, about the opportunities that are out there, how people are getting this money. Money is to be got. And it's not even through the ways that are easy or, you know, already identified, like everybody driving for Lyft and Uber, everybody, not everybody doing Airbnb. More people should, black people should be doing that shit, fam. I'm telling y'all, get into, look look into that, look that up, punch that in. Um, I mean, if you know how to fix cars, if you know how to hang stuff, if you know how to put furniture together, like you can make little money on the weekend, man, makeup artists, people that can do a little her. I need somebody to do my hair right now. So much money out there to be made. And while you out here working a side gig, it might become your side gig might become your main gig. We're really living in a gig economy. People are shifting out of these nine to five places. And honestly, I think that the gig economy is gonna grow exponentially because it creates a space where employers don't have to offer insurance, they don't have to offer certain benefits, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we gotta maneuver our way through these spaces to figure out how we can pay for our own benefits, create our own um pathways to investments for our future our retirement cuz Lord knows we can't depend on um SSI or uh whatever that shit is called when um social security checks y'all know what I'm talking about DJ was chill but it's a little warm now that's all right it is my pleasure to be back i'm ready to rock I hope you're ready to rock with me. Gig economy. Let me go back over the four things that have really set in on me in the last few months since I've been like disappeared incognito. Number one, you cannot make the best decisions while you are under the influence. You should definitely take take the time, take a minute, To really evaluate your alcohol use. For real. I spent the month of April. Without a drink. And it allowed me to really step back. And realize how often I was just. Resorting to drinking. Because I was stressed. Because somebody blew blew me. You know. Because you know. Tyrone did this. Tyrone didn't do that. I found out some crazy shit about Tyrone. My mama got on my nerves. You know, the list of reasons we run to drink is long. And if you pull back and you take a long pause, it takes 21 days to develop a new habit. That's what, what they say, right? Or break one. So 30 days, a whole month without drinking. And I realized that I don't have to have it as often as I thought I did. I also realized during that time that I do not make the best decisions when I'm under the influence. I don't care how great you think you are. I don't care how great you think your mind is. You cannot make the best decisions while you're drinking. You just cannot, fam. And trust me, this is straight yak. <laughs> this straight yak, fam. Y'all know how I get down. So I'm telling you, if I can't do it, your ass can't either. The second thing that I learned was do not drink and fucking drive. Why? Because refer back to number one. You cannot make the best decisions while you're under the influence. You cannot make the best decisions while you're under a wheel. Take a lift. Use my promotion code. Pee Black or Black Loud Proud. Get in the lift. Get in the Uber. I'm telling you, fam. Be safe. You don't want to fuck your life up. You don't want to fuck anybody else's life up because you were drinking. Come on, fam. Get it together. We got to stop doing it. That shit is not cute. That shit is not cool. We have options. Options. Utilize them. Number three, free your mind and the rest will follow. I quit my job, y'all. I quit my job, y'all. You scared? (laughs) Just think of all of the things that you've managed to manifest already. You got this. Think it through, though. But remember, you can't think shit through when you're drinking. (laughs) <laughs> so you got to be sober, sit soberly and think it through on how you can free yourself. Free your mind and the rest will follow. I quit my job, y'all. I's free now. I's free. <laughs> Shout out to my to my whole team. My whole everybody who encouraged me to move away from that like that thing because honestly we too often don't realize the impact that these fucked up jobs have on our lives, on our health, even if you let it roll off your back. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I was doing. I was like, mm, whatever. I'm still having a good day. I'm still living a great life. They're still not going to hold me down. But subconsciously, those things were wearing on me. That affects your health. That affects your life. It affects your growth. And number four, the gig economy is a way that you can step outside of that nine-to-five, find a gig, find a short-term contract, find freelance work with the amazing skills that we all walk around carrying for the most part. Motherfuckers out here can build a house, but be working on little bullshit-ass jobs, making a little bit of ass money. Man, you can build a house, (laughs) fam. You can... be getting paid out here and there's so many ways to do it start googling your way out googling your way off of these plantations fam gig economy is out here think it through there's so many levels to it though you got to worry about health care you got to worry about benefits you got to worry about emergency funds because if because in the gig economy you you at this point and years to come, it'll be a thing, I'm sure. But at this point, you don't get sick leave, annual leave, holidays, or whatever. You get what you get, <laughs> and that's it. So take all of those things into, into account. Think it through. Think soberly, because again, if you're under the influence, you can't think it all the way through. I love y'all. I am so glad to be back. So many topics to discuss. So many things to put on your mind. So many things that are going through my head, that's going through your head, that we need to work out. So many good episodes coming up. So many good people that are going to join me. I'm telling y'all, the yak is back. (laughs) Until next week, y'all, I'm out. Peace.